In the gospel resurrection stories, Jesus appears to different people and they recognize him in different ways. And for these first couple of weeks in Easter, we hear kind of that same scenario over the next, really last week, today, and next week. So over three weeks, but it's the same time frame. It's usually evening on the day that Jesus was resurrected. So we're just sort of hearing from different gospel writers how Jesus appears to certain people. Um, last week, Mary Magdalene in the Gospel of John recognized Jesus when he spoke her name. Next week, we'll hear the story of the disciples walking on the Emmaus Road, recognizing Jesus as he broke bread at the supper table. And now Jesus' disciples eventually recognize him because of his hands and feet. Although they are terrified at first, because after all, they are together in a room where the door has been locked securely, Jesus appears among them as though he came through a wall. So of course, they are going to be afraid. But I love the way that Jesus responds to the disciples' fear, really in two ways. His first words to them are, peace be with you. Jesus understands their fears and offers the peace that only he could provide. The familiar peace of being with their teacher and friend again relieves their anxiety and calms their jumpy nerves. And then Jesus challenges them by following that beautiful peace be with you with my translation, why are you freaking out? Why are you doubting? Why do you doubt? Jesus first meets the disciples where they are. And then by inviting them to touch and see, he encourages them to move beyond where they are. He begins with the witness of his hands and feet. Barbara Brown Taylor puts it so beautifully that it's the proof of ten fingers and ten toes that could belong to no one else but him that were wounded in particular ways so that they served as marks of identification. So a question for reflection. Could you identify someone by hands and feet alone? Hands and feet are not usually the first things that we notice about one another, but they're so telling about who we are. I'm reading a lot of mystery novels in these few weeks, Sherlock Holmes in particular, and some of you may know how Sherlock can tell the occupation, the education, how many siblings a person has, income level and hobbies, all from a handshake or observing a person's feet or their gait and how they walk. So that, le that subtle level of identifying people based on limbs that we all have but don't maybe think much about, hands and feet. Which got me thinking that hands don't really lie for us. We can cover, we can put on makeup or disguise our faces or other features. We can choose how we want to look. But hands tend to give us away. Maybe unconsciously we fidget with our fingers, pick at our nails, bite our nails. 
things that we're unconsciously doing. Our hands give us away about how we're feeling inside. And I think feet do a similar thing. Though we tend to cover them up most of the time with shoes and socks. Our hands are out in the world for everyone to see, but our feet are more personal and private. I don't really think about my feet unless they hurt or somehow can't get me where I want to go. But feet tell stories about who we are just like our hands do. And it's in this upper room that the disciples recognized Jesus by his hands and feet. They remembered how Jesus' hands healed people, broke bread, and how Jesus' feet led the way as they all traveled around proclaiming the good news. And now, wounded and bruised, these same hands and feet were proof to the disciples that he had gone through the danger and not around it. Jesus' hands and feet told the truth about what had happened to him and were proof of the fact that he was alive and present with them, not still lying in a stone-cold tomb. So it's from this wounded and scarred body that Jesus speaks peace. And if you think about it, it Jesus' body was not pretty after the resurrection. And so it wasn't an easy peace that Jesus proclaims. I really doubt Jesus' resurrected body looks the way so many stained glass windows depict him. With glowing smooth skin like porcelain, except for some tiny black dots in his hands and feet to show where the nail holes were. But otherwise he looks like he's just woken up refreshed from a good night's sleep. I really don't think so. And nobody would want to see a stained glass window of what a body who'd been through crucifixion would look like. Because Jesus had been through hell and back, and he looked like it. So what does peace sound like from Jesus who's not cleaned up and presentable? I think in our time, it's, it's a peace that's easier to believe and hold on to. It's the peace that passes our understanding of what peace should look like. A cleaned up, presentable kind of peace. The peace that Jesus brings is scrappy and resilient and scarred. It's the peace that can get into places that are locked up tight. It's the peace that prevails over whatever circumstances seek to disrupt our lives. The peace Jesus brings doesn't erase wounds or scars, not his and not ours. And nor does the peace that Jesus brings create a false reality where wounds and scars and uncertainty and doubts have no place. The peace of Jesus is what enables us to recognize him, to recognize each other, so we can see how to tend to one another using our hands, our feet, and other resources in this particular time of needing to be extra tender and attentive. Now more than ever, we need the peace that comes from a Savior who bears the cost of that peace and shows how it prevails, despite living in times that are not peaceful. 
We need the peace that comes from a Savior who has hurt his hands, who has dirty feet, and who understands what it means to love so much that it hurts. And to see that God isn't afraid of danger or death, but is willing to go through it because God has promised to stay with us. And the good news of this Eastertide season is that we have a God who is willing to go where we go, experience the ups and downs of life along with us, and who has commissioned us as witnesses of Jesus' hands and feet, wounds and all, to proclaim wherever we go, peace, peace be with you in the spaces where we are. Peace be with you in the space where you are. May today make it so. Amen.